Hello guys, welcome to the show, Coca Lish. This is your hostess, Coca, and I want to thank you for tuning in to the second episode. Hopefully you listened to the first episode and you did the activity, um, because I'm going to start this episode off with part two of your activity. So based on the list that you wrote from last episode, how often do you actually get to experience those things? Well, just like learning to read, gaining wisdom and experiencing happiness takes practice. So let's go ahead and start that now. Take one item off of your list and see how you can turn it into a daily practice of happiness. And you may be wondering why I chose this activity. Um, the reason why I chose this activity is because if you can make yourself happy, you can make other people happy. Because it'll just exude off of you. Um, you'll have this energy that no one else can take away because... You know how to make yourself happy. You know what makes you happy. So if you're ever caught in a funk, you know how to get yourself out because you know how to make yourself happy. Um, I hope that this activity helps you in some type of way. Um, But let's go ahead and get into the show, guys. So as you guys know, I want to shed light on positive things happening in the black community. And I came across this article with Ebony about this 18-year-old girl named Zandra Cunningham. And I think this girl is bomb. Um, She definitely, definitely, definitely has the support of Coco Lish uh, podcast. I am standing behind her 110%. I am rooting for you, girl. So... Here's the article from Ebony um, regarding Zandra Cunningham. Black teens plant-based beauty brand to be sold at Target. Zandra Cunningham, 18, has partnered with Target to sell her award-winning eponymous skincare line nationwide in celebration of Black History Month. According to Black News, Cunningham's company, Zandra, focuses on social good and uses STEAM and entrepreneurial education to empower girls and women. The beauty line consists of 50 chemical-free skincare products. Target will sell the hand and body lotion, exfoliating sugar scrub, and lip and body balm. To celebrate their exclusive deal with the department store, Cunningham designed a treat yourself gift box set. I'm so excited to offer my unique brand, my unique brand of American-made yuck-free products in an exclusive gift box designed specifically for Target, Cunningham said in a statement. This is yet another dream come true for me, she said. I am working hard to pave the way for other indie brands with teen CEOs. My journey hasn't been easy, but it will forever be worth it. I am on a mission to shatter the status quo, and with partners like Target, I'm making it happen. 
Cunningham and her team are working to add facial products to their line. Xandra Beauty can be purchased from 707 Target stores across the United States. So um, also, other than Target, you are able to find Xandra um, at www.xandrabeauty.com, as well as you're able to find her on Instagram. Her handle on Instagram is uh, Xandra Beauty, and that's Z-A-N-D-R-A. B-E-A-U-T-Y. And um, I'm going to go ahead and read one of her posts. It says, from our kitchen table to 707 Target stores. The Target exclusive Treat Yourself gift box is now available in stores nationwide at Target.com. Oh, and at Target.com. A motivational minute. We have been grinding for eight years. This thing has evolved from a nine-year-old with a cute little hobby to an international brand. If Xandra can do it, young mogul, you can too. We are on a mission to educate and empower girls and women across the globe via STEAM and entrepreneurship. Our tribe is the best. We couldn't have done, the, we couldn't have done it without you all. Thank you. So I have no idea about you guys, but I'm definitely going by Target and picking up my Treat Yourself box. In this box, you will receive a lip balm, exfoliating sugar scrub, and a body lotion. All three of these items have a motivational message on them. The lip balm says... Be true to who you are. The sugar scrub says, be free, be you. And the body lotion says, reach the sky, you must. So, um, young lady, you definitely, definitely have my support. Um, I'm going to be stopping by the store and picking up my gift box. Okay, so we're at the meat of the podcast today, and I want to talk about victim blaming. Um, it's something that we see all of the time, and just a few stories so that you can understand where I'm coming from. Um, Centoya Brown, she was a victim. Um, yes, she killed her perpetrator, but she was a victim. She was a victim of sex trafficking. She was a victim of abuse and she was a victim of rape. Um, Jesse Smollett, he was a victim of, of getting jumped and, um, getting called racial names and um, he had a, a noose hung around his neck. Um, R. Kelly victims, um, they were they were victims of sexual abuse, um, torture, 
um, verbal abuse, um, mentally abused, and um, there's other cases like Sandra Bland. Um, she was killed in custody with the police, and she was stopped supposedly for a routine traffic stop. There was really no reason for her to go to jail. You should have just wrote her a ticket and sent her along her way. Um, Trayvon Martin, he was just walking in his own neighborhood after going to a store, and he was killed. And in his case, there were people saying, um, why was he out that late? Why did he have a hoodie on? Um, why did he, why did he not talk to the guy or why did he just not tell him whatever he wanted to know? Like, there's all these reasons on why he deserved what he deserved. Like, they're questioning his actions instead of the perpetrator's actions. Same thing with Sandra Bland. Like, they're like, well, why didn't she just, um, be quiet or why did she go back and forth with him? Um, and again, just questioning the victim and not the perpetrator. Not once did I hear, um, well, why did it get out of hand with the officer? Why didn't he try to deescalate the situation? Um, I didn't hear for Trayvon Martin. Well, why didn't he just put the gun down? Why did, why did he go after Trayvon um, after the, the 911 officer told him to leave him alone. Um, I didn't hear for Cynthia Brown, I mean, sorry, Centoya Brown, um, why didn't this guy, you know, go after her? Why didn't this guy not put her into sex trafficking? Why didn't this guy not rape her? I didn't hear um, for Jesse Smollett, why did these guys choose to beat him? Or why were these guys out doing God knows what and up to no good? Why aren't these guys in question for being so angry that this man is out, that this man is gay, that this man is black? Like, why isn't anyone questioning these two individuals? Um, why is no one questioning why in the hell does R. Kelly like young girls? Because one thing that I can say about the R. Kelly situation is I haven't heard R. Kelly say, no, he don't like little girls. I haven't heard R. Kelly say, no, he didn't do it. What I have heard from R. Kelly is, oh, they consented. Oh, these girls were of age. Um, I never heard R. Kelly say, no, he didn't starve these girls. No, he didn't break these girls down mentally. Um, but I have heard a lot of people defend him and his actions um, based on the girls' dress and and their parents um, not knowing where they are. They're blaming the parents. Like, where were these parents at the whole time? Instead of um, blaming the perpetrator. Um, 
So one thing that I've come across, like while I was doing my my research as to trying to figure out why is victim blaming so common, so common. And one thing that I kept coming across was just world hypothesis. Um, and what that is, is where people, if they can't, if they can't help them directly, like figure out a way to help them directly, um, they rationalize this, whatever happened to the individual as the world just giving them what they deserve. As if we live in this world where everything is fair and everything bad that happened to someone, they deserved it. Um, As if bad things don't happen to good people. Um, And also there was a study that was conducted where depending on how things are worded and it's presented to you, will alter the way that you look at the situation. So say, for instance, you have a scenario where Adrian was approached by Kevin. Kevin gave Adrian a spiked drink. Adrian was assaulted by Kevin. Then you start to, it's a study shows that then you start to think that well, Adrian should have seen this coming. Whereas if you was to present it as Kevin approached Adrian, Kevin gave Adrian a spiked drink, Kevin assaulted Adrian. Now you fault Kevin for the actions that he actually did to Adrian instead of thinking, oh, well, Kate, uh, Adrian should have seen these actions coming. feel like at least 95% of people truly know right from wrong. So if you hear a story and you know that doing something against someone's will is wrong, And you know taking things that don't belong to you is wrong. And you know that messing with someone's mind is wrong. Then why are we questioning the person that wrong is being done toward? We, we've, our world is, is, is becoming so twisted and I'm not understanding why it's becoming so twisted. It's like we're living in, in an age of topsy-turviness where right is wrong and wrong is right and nobody's seeing what everything is for face value. 
if I told you that I was robbed at gunpoint at 5 a.m., the first thing out of your mouth should not be, well, what was you doing out at 5 a.m.? Uh, I was minding my business. I may have been going there for medicine. I may have been going there for flour. Maybe I needed to make a cake for the next morning. I realized I didn't have any eggs. But that's besides the point. Me going out for something does not mean that I deserve to be robbed. Or if I tell you, man, somebody broke into my car. The first thing that you should not think or should not say is, oh, well, I would have never parked my car there in the first place. The light is out over there. So I just would have parked my car elsewhere. So you mean to tell me because I parked my car in a legal parking spot and I chose that one. That's why I deserve for my car to be broken into. What if, I don't know, my leg was hurting or I had a bunch of bags and this was the closest parking spot to my home to make life easier for me? You mean to tell me because I wanted a shorter walk or I was in pain that I deserved for my car to get broken into? I think we need to go back to the basics. And whenever we hear a story, we need to try to empathize with the victim instead of trying to blame the victim. Nobody wakes up in the morning and says, hey, I want to get shot today. Hey, I want to get sexually assaulted today. Hey, I want to get robbed today. No one wishes misfortune on themselves. Nobody goes into a situation thinking that the outcome is going to be detrimental. Like, we as a people have to learn how to empathize and sympathize and go back to just moral values and right is right, wrong is wrong. And that's all I have for you today. Just try to be more compassionate, guys. It takes a lot to come forward in some of these crimes. Um... Nobody wants to to be vulnerable in that way, where they have to come forward and say what has happened or or what's been done to them. Um, it takes a lot of courage for someone to speak up, no matter if it's the they've gotten robbed, they've gotten shot at. They were assaulted. Um, Or if someone has to come forth and say that 
their loved one passed away for a dumb, stupid reason. The last thing that they need is someone to say, oh, well, I would have done this or, oh, they should have done that or why didn't they? Nobody looks for tragedy to fall upon them. So let's be a little more compassionate as humans. Before we end the show, I would like to leave you with the scripture. Philippians 2, 2 through 4. Then make me truly happy by agreeing wholeheartedly with each other, loving one another and working together with one mind and purpose. Don't be selfish. Don't try to impress others. Be humble, thinking of others as better than yourselves. Don't look out only for your own interests, but take an interest in others too. Again, that's Philippians 2, 2 through 4. The activity that I have for you this week is for the next seven days, I want you to write down three positive things that happened on that day. So that wraps up this week's episode, and I just want to remind you, a goal without action will always be a dream. So put forth the actions for your goals to make them a reality. And you can email the podcast at cocolishpodcast at gmail.com, and you can follow us on Instagram at cocolishpodcast. Please like, subscribe, and review this podcast on all platforms and I'll talk to you guys next week. Thank you for listening. Toodles!